Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Chelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is employee motivation. As a leader, have you ever asked yourself how you can motivate your employees and your team even more and even better? This is a question I often hear from leaders that I support in their professional development and leadership growth. And it is a legitimate question because studies such as the ones of Gallup, the US consultancy, regularly show that a large number of employees are either not motivated or actively demotivated. What does that mean? Not motivated means I do what I have to do in order not to get into trouble. I do the minimum, but I don't necessarily go the extra mile. Actively demotivated means I even spread my demotivation to others into the team and I show toxic behavior. Both are not necessarily good for the success of your organization. In addition, almost half of the leaders in organizations do not do a good job from the perspective of their employees, or they do a poor job from uh, their team members' view. Worst case, employees join the organization because of the interesting job and the opportunities for development, And at some point, they leave their boss because of irritations and difficulties on the relationship level. Which is a pity, of course, because uh, a lot of money is also going down the drain with that. Now, what is the reason for this situation? The main reason lays in the mix of competencies that is needed for a leader to be effective. It's a mix of four main areas of competence. Number one being the technical competence. Number two, the methodological competence or the ability to solve a problem uh, with the right method or to use leadership methods in your leadership. Number three, social competence or relationship competence, the ability to connect with others, to build relationships and to maintain them, even under difficult circumstances. And the fourth field of competence is self-competence. Knowing yourself, knowing your own strengths, qualities, core competencies, and having a high level of self-awareness so you notice at an early stage uh, when there's a risk of running into a burnout situation, for instance. So ideally, you have, a, you have developed a mix of those four main competencies in order to be effective as a leader. With the step from a team member to becoming a leader, there is one of these four competencies that 
loses of loses relevance and that's the technical competence the higher up you go in hierarchy the less important the initial technical skills and technical competence becomes on a team leader level it may still be quite important but once you go higher up in hierarchy this relevance constantly decreases in favor of the other three areas of competence logically especially social competence and self competence become increasingly important in the new role in many cases the step from the team member level into the leading role could be compared as a change of job a change of profession with completely different requirements now here comes the dilemma still far too many people are promoted into a leading role based on their technical skills based on their technical achievements and not necessarily based on their social self or methodological competencies in other words they are promoted into a leading role based on the area of competence that becomes less important in the new role and this is the reason why so many employees are either not motivated or actively demotivated because there's a direct correlation with the quality of leadership that these employees experience worst case you lose the best technical specialist and you gain a mediocre leader who's overwhelmed because nobody shows them how to lead and how to actually be effective as a leader which leads to employees that think their boss is not really doing a good job and that eventually leave their boss so this is not necessary there is of course um a lot we can do to avoid this number 1 being a systematic development of leadership competencies i still far too often hear people saying okay you will take the team lead as of next month on top of what you have done so far on top of your current job and yeah just go and you'll be fine this is like jumping into cold water and having to swim without necessarily knowing how to swim so there are other ways of approaching and avoiding this leadership dilemma one of my customers is an organization in which every person who is promoted into a leading role automatically gets a 6 month start coaching into the new role which is of course a great thing like this the main errors the main big mistakes are avoided right from the start and these people are uh, given a good start into the new roles um and everybody involved of course benefits from that so the key number one key is 
developing the necessary leadership skills through leadership development programs, for instance. And the other key is to change or to adapt the selection criteria or the recruitment criteria, criteria when you promote uh, new leaders. Not necessarily promoting them based on their technical skills, but on their potential of uh, growing into the necessary uh, leader role based on self-competence, social competence, and methodological competence. Internally, by selecting the right people. Externally, of course, by recruiting uh, the right people on the job market. My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Jenner.